What up, everybody? Before we get started, I wanted to read one of the funniest posts that I've read on the Fortnite Reddit. And this is from last weekend's server outage. So it's no longer applicable, but hey, I wanted to share it with you guys. It's it's probably because uh, I can relate so much, uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed as much as I did. And it was done by XRP1X. And he says, why I'm not happy with Epic. I've got to tell you, Epic. I'm pretty pissed. I was onto a good thing, man. A free game that happens to be awesome. A game it turns out I'm also pretty good at. But you had to go and spoil it. Not cool, man. I'm on the game constantly. It's my drug of choice. But with the cues yesterday and today, coupled with not being able to join with my mates, I had to turn it off. Not a biggie, you would think. Well, that's where the problem began. I had to go and sit with a person who also lives in my house. I think she's called the wife. Well, at the time of switching Fortnite off, she happened to be watching Britain's Got X Factor, who can strictly dance while doing something. My poor eyes, F me, they still hurt. Normally, I shield myself from such hideous TV as I'm playing your game, but I had to sit through nearly two hours of this nonsense. Plus, I had the constant threat of her killing me if I didn't shut the F up or piss off back to the PlayStation. Please, Epic, sort yourselves out. If I have to watch any more TV or sit in the same room as that woman, then there are the kids. Or at least, I think they are my kids, as they keep referring to me as dad. Due to your game, I now have superhuman, highly sensitive hearing. I'm able to hear our postman approaching on foot from nearly 50 foot away and tell the direction of a gunshot from 200 meters. So when my darling little ankle biters are running around screaming their little lungs out, my ears are literally bleeding. Couple that with the eye pain from the TV, I'm sure you will agree I am utterly suffering. Please Epic, please fix your brilliant game and save a suffering man this Christmas season. You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Noel Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome back for another Noel Zero, another Fortnite Community <laughs> Podcast, bro. I mean, this this is four podcasts and less than two weeks. Th- then, yeah, yeah, then two weeks. It's crazy, man. We are. We're throwing these shows out for you guys, and we really appreciate you guys giving us all the feedback and showing your love. Thank you so much for that. Uh, as always, guys, another show brought to you by GlomTom, GlomTom.com. Make sure you guys check out GlomTom.com for the perfect Christmas gift for yourself or for your friends. And uh, if you didn't hear my story from uh, the Save the World episode this week, I actually had a true life story where I missed my GlomTom. So go check that podcast out. Uh, that episode was a lot of fun, talking a lot about uh, Save the World and giving out a lot of tips this week, things that I learned, actually. I just wanted Null Zero to share with the rest of the world. It's just it's unfair to have information in that head, Null Zero, and not share it with everybody. It's just... Right. I mean, we got to save the world together. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Hey, w- one fortnight at a time. Right. Uh, hey, I can't save the world by myself. <laughs> well, guys... Uh, there's been a lot of news this week, and uh, you know, there's there's been a lot of servers down. There's been a lot of servers back up and servers down, and 
Uh, crazy news happening. We had uh, Fortnite going crazy, Battle Royale style at PSX. So if you guys caught that, there was all kinds. Golden Boy was was casting it, and there was all kinds of crazy awesome stuff happening. They were giving out Astro headsets, and they were they were giving out shirts and hats and merchandise, and people standing in the audience screaming, trying to play with the the streamers that were on. And it was Dr. Lupo was there, and I mean, it was crazy, man. It was a lot of fun to watch. So if you're a Battle Royale fan and you missed that this past week, I am sorry. Go watch some of those streams. They're on the uh, the Fortnite uh, Twitch channel, so I'm sure you can go catch up if you want to. But it was a lot of fun to see that and see them out at PSX. I mean, no zero from from the VGAs to PSX, they're in front all the time right now with this Battle Royale stuff, just hammering it to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that... Uh... That's awesome. They they can't shut up about the game. They're everywhere, and they come out with new game modes all the time. They just come out with new stuff all the time. And I'm like, how is anybody ever supposed to get bored of this game? <laughs> not <laughs> not anytime soon. Yeah, not anytime soon for sure. I mean, speak of being bored. If you were bored, you're like, yeah, I got solos in the bag. I got duos in the bag. You know, and I got uh, I got squads in the bag. Well, how about some fifty fifty they released? Speak of the VGAs this past week, and I mean just something else. They're like, hey, here you go for limited time. We're gonna throw this out there for a little bit. Um, I mean a lot like Save the World, right? They have these events. It's almost like, hey, they're making all these events they can use in Battle Royale as well. Yeah, and fifty versus fifty was, you know, when we started playing it the other night. I was like, you know, it's nothing that I would have thought like, oh, hey, that's what I want. I want y'all to make a 50 versus 50 game mode. And yet they did it, and it's fun. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you did because I had fun. It's a blast. So, I don't know. They constantly have really good ideas, and I'm curious. I have been curious, like, how much of this is planned and how much are they coming up with on the fly? Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I don't know how much is by demand because of how crazy the community is, how thirsty it is, how it keeps growing. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they keep this monster moving forward. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. It, it, because it's really exciting to see what they're doing right now. I'm excited to see what they're doing. Uh, and with 5050 coming out, you know, it opens a whole new bag, right? Because we had heard when they were, uh, you know, what, two weeks ago or whatever. Uh, when they were at DreamHack uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, they released the they released the uh, custom games, right? That they were they were, they yeah. were throwing out there as well. So here we got custom games of fifty fifty already in like a two week span. It's like holy cow! Like, are they letting it all out of the bag already? Yeah, it's, that's the thing. That's the part I I'm not worried about. I don't want to say it like that, but I just that's the part where I'm like. How much did y'all have of this plan? Like, custom games seems like a pretty easy plan. Like, of course, some at some point we'll have custom games, right? That seems like a legitimate easy plan that, that was probably in the books pretty early. Right. But, like, with 50-50 coming out, and given that's the first, you know, unique spin on the whole Battle Royale, Last Man Standing game mode um, that we've seen, I, I'm just curious, like... Going forward, like the next plan, whatever the next thing is, say it's like, I don't know, 25 versus 25 versus 25 versus 25. Right. Like, how much of this is, like, that's where I was asking the question of how much of this this is planned? How much of this are y'all coming up with as time moves along? 
Like, where where does the the plan end and the new stuff start? Like, I, that's the part I'm curious about. Like, if I could ask the devs one thing, that would be one of the things I'd like to ask. Like, hey, you know, did, was this 50 versus 50 game mode an idea? And then, you know, idea met reality? Or was it just something that kind of came up as time went by and things kind of progressed where y'all were like, hey, let's try a 50 versus 50 game? Huh. Well, I mean, one thing that I think uh, everybody's been requesting as well and is something else that looks like it's coming up. And uh, I saw this tweet today actually from the, the Fortnite Daily uh, Twitter handle was that, you know, Supposedly, good chance we'll be seeing a snow map, a snow-covered map in uh, the Fortnite Winter update. So, according to this, there's some some files. Uh, they were actually sound files that were added recently, and uh, like I said, these are sound files. Uh, and it was like the sn- soldier snow cr- uh, sn- snow crunch footsteps. Um, You've had issues talking today. Yeah, yeah. The uh, snow crunch footsteps. Um, <laughs> It was the uh, the different walks, uh, the landing that was in the for snow. PvP, right? Yeah, this is this is all for the for the PvP uh, Fortnite battle royale. So I was just curious because I think it's pretty obvious that we're gonna have some kind of snow covered something in PvE. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I was just making sure that it was actual PvP that they were like, hey, yeah, we found these files for PvP. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think the I, I don't know if they went and pulled the battle royale stuff. I don't they don't have the file extensions all the way out, but uh what they do show is that it's like the landing, right? And the hard landing, the crouching, which crouching isn't available in PvE. That's true. Right. So they have they that they have all these listed there. So hey, it's really interesting because it does look like we're gonna get a snow covered map. I hope to God they freeze over the lake. I hope, be awesome. I hope they freeze over Loot Lake. It will change the place so much, opening up a whole new area to run through, to play through. Um, different strategy for how to get around the map, right? So, oh, absolutely. Um, it becomes a, a lot different how you address that area. Yeah, I mean, if Circle's on the other side of it, no longer do you have to run by dam, right? Or go through or the river. Decide, or, are you going to build across this thing? Yeah. So I, I would be really excited to see that if, if that's one of the things. Um, obviously, shout out to, to Fortnite Daily for, for pulling those files and, and, and tweeting them out and showing them. I'm super excited about that, and I hope that's uh, some. But in regards to 50-50, what we have seen this week, what's been going down, I mean, how do you think the game, from, from your perspective, how do you feel about the game? How, do you, how, have, you, how have you been enjoying it? So... Obviously, my reception was kind of lukewarm. Like, I was really excited, and we played it a little bit. It was kind of lukewarm. As far right. as, like, eh, that's all right. And I still kind of feel that way. I, I love that they're doing it. I think it's fantastic if it becomes a more permanent thing or it comes around every so often. I think that's all great things because it is more casual. It's kind of hard to take real seriously. Like, you might with your 2v2s or you know, squads or your solos. Um, but, like, some of the frustrations is, like, looting, finding ammo, having bandages, like, basic stuff. Because yeah. right now, yeah. you know, more so than ever, like, you think whenever you're playing, you know, 
regular matches, you go into like retail row, people start getting in fights, there's loot being distributed amongst teams while other teams are dying. Well, right now you have like 20 people show up at retail row from one team and maybe 10 from the other team. You'll wipe out the other team, but then you still have 20 people, you know, destroying each other trying to grab the loot. Yeah. And so those are the parts I get frustrated with. It, it's a minor complaint. It's one of those things where it's like, dude, you got to understand you're playing a more casual game mode. And that's where I think I get frustrated because I'm like super competitive. I'm like, I want, I want ammo and I want, you know, 50 million kills and I want, like, I want to carry this thing on my back. But I can't even find, you know, a decent weapon. That, so it gets a little frustrating for me. But overall, I think it's a great game mode. I think it's great to give people. Uh, a casual game mode to where they can actually see you know one thing i was reading actually tonight on reddit a guy was saying that he was so thankful for the reddit community because he started playing battle royale didn't know what to do and was having a lot of problems and then within you know 10 15 games and talking to the reddit people like he's like dude i love this game it's fantastic and now yeah. you could you know with a 50 50 game mode i know it's a limited time event but it does give people that are coming to this thing and they're trying to figure out what it's all about. It gives them a chance to kind of see what buildings like, see what other people play like, and looting and all that stuff. It gives them an opportunity to see that stuff without being in a super competitive environment of a one v one or the ones, you know, the right. duos or the squads. Well, I think what we said before, kind of what we some of the things we said to be positive about a custom game is being able to go in there and take a little more time to learn the ropes right and i think 50 50 definitely does that it is going through uh from december 8th through the 17th so uh you know anybody that's interested maybe you're just stumbled upon podcast you know us from somewhere else uh this game mode is definitely worth giving it a try sure. maybe you you didn't like uh any other battle royale type of game you've played before but I think this will really give you an opportunity to learn some things, be in there. Look, uh, you know, some of the things that have changed on this is friendly fire is off, which is very helpful for new players, right? Especially when you're <laughs> trying to get accustomed to what's happening. Um, and, your and thank God they turned that off, because can you imagine somebody landing with 20 of your, of your teammates and just wiping them out, right? Yeah, um, well, how, well, not only that, but, like, so people are very confused, obviously, at... Like, I, the, the games we played, I noticed so much confusion where people start shooting at you, and they're like, oh, that's a teammate. Yeah. Um, and so there would be a ton of that going on. Think about the griefing. Like, how crappy would it be to get in there and maybe get griefed several times, or just a couple times? <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. really? I mean, we already see it in squads sometimes when we're playing. We don't have a fourth, and we forget to no-fill, where, you know, some guy will, like... <clears throat> shoot us down for no reason. He's just like, oh, I'm going to shoot you down. I'll pick you back up. And then he just does you know, stupid stuff to grief you. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine how bad it would be in 50 versus 50. Yeah, so I'd thank, like to say it wouldn't be bad, but I know it would. Yeah, thank God they turned the friendly fire off. Um, you still see, you, you still will see the hit indicator, but it doesn't do any damage. Uh, well, the, apparently, one thing I wanted to put on there, apparently it doesn't work with bushes. So the, you don't take damage, but apparently, if in fifty versus fifty, if I have a bush on and, and you I shot shoot you, me, yeah, I lose the bush, even uh, though I took no damage. Bro, I told you you need to trim that bush up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, limited visibility of non-squad teammates. <laughs> so uh, you know, 
you will see your team on the map if you're within like a certain vicinity of that team. Yeah. So you don't see everybody where everybody landed. Uh, you'll see these little green arrows of everybody else. Uh, you're still also put in a squad. So it's not like you're dropped down there and it lists 50 people on the side of your screen that you're on a team with. This is still only going to list four squad members at a time. Um, and your chat is only, if you're using game chat, it's only happening through that, through those four members. So three members, including yourself. Um, you can um, receive any friend uh, teammates. So, or, sorry, I can't read it. You can revive any friendly <laughs> teammates. So all 50 or 49 of your friends, uh, you, can, you can revive them. Uh, and you won't see non-squad teammates until you land. So um, that's something I actually didn't realize uh, until now. Um, but it makes sense because I haven't seen other people landing right around me until we hit the ground. And then all of a sudden they're in the building next to me, right? So uh, that's been pretty interesting to see. I've actually enjoyed this mode. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's a great time to like get in and warm up and play a couple before you, you, know, you get in yeah. and start sweating it out a little bit. Um, I've really enjoyed that. And maybe you have that friend that you're like, dude, I don't want to play duos with them. I don't want to play squads with them. They're just not that good. And, you know, you don't want to be that guy. It's like never playing with your buddy. Then, you know, this is a great mode for that because you can be like, ah, who cares? It doesn't really matter. You know, whatever. Um, This is perfect for that. So if you have a friend named Kyle or something like that, that that (laughs) isn't really good at the game. No, I'm kidding, Kyle, if you're listening. but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can definitely, uh, do that. It, it is, it is a fun, it is, I think, as you said, no zero, it is less competitive as far as getting sweaty in there. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun to play. Uh, what yeah. I really enjoy about the most though, is when you get at the end and you have, you know, 30 people left on one team, um, although it's usually really outweighed, like you have 30 and then the other team has like 10 left or 15 or something, you know, it's never, usually it's never really, really close. But it's the fact of, like, these structures that people start building at the end of the game are crazy awesome to watch. Yeah, I actually wish that they would change it up a little bit and make an emphasis on looting and building and then kind of unleashing the two teams on each other. More like the, the, you know, trailer we saw for 50 versus 50. Or like these two big buildings, and you had the bushes sneaking up on it, and it was just like all you know battle over these two mega bases. But it is pretty crazy, like how much structure, you know, twenty, thirty people can when they're working together can throw up. <laughs> yeah, pretty freaking nuts. Yeah, like, it, it's pretty freaking uh, nuts. Dude, I've seen some skyscrapers, bro. Just yeah. insane. Just yeah, insane. absolutely. If if you were to say like there's one thing that you think would make that game mode better, um, you know, or or you know, change it up enough to maybe make it a little more uh, enticing to play, is there is there something that you've already gone like, hey, if they would do this, I think it'd be it'd be a a better experience. Yeah, absolutely, exactly what I was going into just a second ago. I was like, <clears throat> I don't think that they should play fifty versus fifty like a regular. Battle Royale. I think, honestly, I feel like what you should do, I think they should bring the mode back more permanently and have a situation where it's like, you know, maybe a smaller playing area and, like, the field is cut in half, right? So 
Builds cut in half. Each team has this, you know, amount of time to go loot. It's the same deal. Like, there's buildings and stuff. Like, there may be a couple towns and stuff. And these 50 people are running around grabbing resources and looting. And the other side is doing the same thing. And then, the, like, the storm wall is in the middle. And that kind of, like, goes away and maybe puts the storm around the entire map again. And then closes in again. But I think it would be pretty cool to have, like, I don't know, a five-minute looting building kind of situation where it's like, okay, we've all looted, we've gotten all these resources, let's build up this massive, like, building in the middle, and then, boom, now each side has their massive building built up, and now we go at it. Yeah. Which is basically an overhaul of the entire game mode completely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I it think it would be cool. cool. I, so uh, one of the things I thought that would be really neat to change it up is like um, have like a hot spot that's going to drop on the map. So uh, I would say drop everybody on the map. You can do it kind of how you want it now. I think the two sides would be kind of cool, like dropping. But uh, you have like this targeted spot, right? Like a balloon. And what's going to happen at this hot spot is there's going to be like 10 balloons drop, right? So like everybody's going towards that. And it's going to be inside a circle, but at the same time, purple never stops in this mode. Like, I want purple, like, move, you know, slower at other times, obviously. But, like, at first, it's just moving, like, constantly. As soon as you land, it's moving, moving, moving. And there's these spots that are dropping on the map. They're, like, hot spots. They're, like, ten balloons, five balloons, whatever, at a time. And they're just causing these major, you know, like, fights going down and people grabbing everything and that way it's like loading people up with great stuff so like when you get to the end all of a sudden you have these teams that like maybe it is 15 versus 30 but like this one team could have a bunch of rocket launchers right and a right. bunch of stuff and it's like okay now this is a battle right and so like that's what i thought would be cool is like have these hot spots where you're dropping like 10 balloons at a time and then circle is always constantly moving make the games go a little bit faster too Right, like let's let's make them where you just like get in. You know, it's ten minutes, fifteen minutes at max, and you're done. Yeah, so. yeah. I just I would like to see, if nothing else, a little more structure to kind of help. Like, cause I get it's kept more casual mode, but once you get into pretty big, you know, discrepancies of numbers, it can be really hard to <laughs> have fun with the mode. Hey, what if they dropped everybody? With, uh, you you started as a as a as a bush. Everybody started as a bush. <laughs> How awesome would that be! With like a hundred bushes on the map. Do like fifty fifty, but fifty people spawn. They don't spawn. They don't jump down. They start as a bush. <laughs> okay, and the other fifty then drop, and they just have like a pistol. It's like single shot kills or something like that, but make it to where it's like hide and seek. Oh, that'd be so fun. You're trying to find the other, you're trying to find the 50 bushes. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. And maybe have it where like, if, if I can get to you and touch you as the bush without you shooting me. Yeah. You're dead. If I can hit you with my ax. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> like have a way for the bushes to one shot you. And then you have to figure out. Oh, which that would be so. Dude, like a hide and seek on there would be so fun. Yeah, absolutely. That, oh, that'd that be would blast. be cool. That'd be a blast. Yeah, obviously. Look, they're coming up with tons of ideas. They're doing tons of different things. Uh, I'm excited to see where they're gonna go. 
just love the, that they're so willing to experiment. They're, yeah. they're so clearly like, hey, guys, like, nothing goes past us as far as, like, they, they don't seem to be like, that's a bad idea. Right. They seem to entertain everything. Like, okay, maybe we could do something like that. So in the update we got last week, version 1.10, uh, we got the new interface, the new UI interface. And uh, I like it a lot better. They actually did a much better job at moving items around. Yes. Yes. Way better. So if you guys it's haven't got like a chance. less like laggy. I don't know if there's like an input lag before, but like there'd be times where you go in your menu and you know, Battle Royale is pretty stressful. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're on controller. It can be. Right. <laughs> when you're on controller, dropping stuff can really take you out of the action for an extended period of time, as opposed to a mouse and keyboard. So the fact that they've made it so much easier is really nice on controller because it's like, okay, holy crap, I'm not going to necessarily get my butt killed while I'm in the menus trying to get, you know, choice of ammo. Right. No, what I really like is, you know, before when you select an item, if you guys haven't had a chance to play since last week, um, if you select an item, now you can just swap it immediately with whatever uh, item in, in your hot bar uh, that you want, right? So you don't have to, like, move it off the hot bar and then click it again to move it back in the hot bar and then select the item you want. So it's way quicker. I mean, this is, this is night and day faster. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. I still do say that slot four and five need to be left and right on the D-pad to, to yes. make, you know, be able to access those items really quickly. But hey, you know, it is what it is. Maybe one day we'll get that chance. We'll get to go to Epic and see them and say, hey, what about this idea? So Yes, uh, I like that idea. It, it, it would be good to, to still see that. Um, Obviously, as I mentioned, they've had some server issues since they've done this update. Uh, I'm not sure what have all caused that, but I think they've got most of those figured out. Uh, but I'm really excited to see that not only are they changing things when it comes to game modes, right, and they're experimenting that way, they're also not settled to say, like, hey, we, we got the setup we need for controller. Hey, we got the setup we need for the UI. Like, here it is. Instead, they, they keep going at it, and they keep making it better. And that's really encouraging to me as a player that, you know, invest my time because I think any game, whether it's you know Fortnite or uh, you know Destiny or you're 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 playing you know NBA 2K, whatever it is, it's game that you invest your time in. It's really encouraging to play it and see that the developer also uh, respects your time and and knows that hey, you're investing in this game and we want to make it better for you. Yeah, I like. <clears throat> You never want to be to the point where, like, it's good. Yeah. We're done. Because then it's like, well, I have nothing to look forward to. And the podcast gets hard to do as well. <laughs> That's true. Like, these guys are like, hey, y'all want to do a podcast? Perfect game to do a podcast about. Cause we're going to have crap every single week to talk about. Right. And so far, they have. And they're yeah. constantly tweeting out stuff. I, I don't know. I've seen some negative stuff, and I say some because it's been pretty light. I feel like some people got pissed off about the server problems this week. That's, I mean, it's typical. I, I get it, you know. Well, the guy, the guy on Reddit, uh, who was it? It was uh, Genius Sword. 
He had a uh, what eight thousand hours, <laughs> eight thousand seventeen hours and thirty four minutes and nineteen second wait time. So yeah, that I mean, was hilarious. I'm not um, sure. I'm not sure how many months or years that equates to, but that dude was going to be waiting a long time. Hopefully he's getting in soon. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know. Um, hopefully he turned not, off and reset. Yeah. If not, maybe he should pick a new game. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> but no, it's encouraging. Like I feel like everything that they do is like pretty refreshing. Um, you know, we come from destiny. There's no, no hiding that we did a lot of destiny content and we also did a lot of stuff for, um, siege. Yeah. And I, like, I'm not trying to crap on anybody here, but like Destiny's obviously in some rough patch right now. And Bungie has been kind of hit or miss on how well they're communicating with that community. Um, Siege has, I would say, gotten progressively better. They started out not terrible, and they've just progressively gotten better as far as their communication. But this community, we come to this one, it feels almost refreshing because I feel like the timeline on things is so short. I feel like people that are complaining and like not fun, because I've seen a lot of funny complaints where people are like, oh, I have to go spend time with the wife because your game is lagging out or whatever. Like, so the people are like really serious about it. I feel like they actually might be spoiled a little bit. But right. not that that's a bad thing. Like, I think it's a, that you should be able to hold people, you know, these companies to the, the highest standards, you, you know, that you want or you feel is necessary. But in a sense, you're kind of spoiled because there's a lot of communities out there that are beating down developer doors and can't get a response. And these guys are like spoon feeding responses, like, "Hey, here's some stuff you didn't even ask for, and here, have this." And, "Hey, we know this is a problem. We're trying to fix it." And I just feel like they're constantly saying stuff. I feel like I never have to really ask a question. Like, geez, they're always out there saying something. Right. Right. No, I agree with you. Um, I definitely think that you know one of the things that that is hard to judge here is because the battle royale section of this game is free. Right, so literally they could just go, ah, oh, well, you know, look, guys, this is free. Don't get too crazy on us. It's the free part of the game. Um, but they've taken this just as serious as they take Save the World. And, in fact, uh, almost, in some cases, more so. Yeah, yeah. Because, <clears throat> it's, like, I was actually going through their updates last night and just looking through past updates, just kind of see where the game was and things that they've changed as time has gone by. And one thing that became very clear was after Battle Royale came out, it seemed to be the focus of the game. And so a lot of people got salty about Save the World, and rightfully so. They should be mad, and they or not mad, but they should be frustrated and have held Epic's feet to the fire on the Save the World part of the game. Because there are a lot of improvements that Save the World need. Right. And for a little bit there, and it looks like they're kind of coming back around and finding that balance, but for a little bit there, it did seem like Epic was like, well, Battle Royale is the future of this game. And well, and, and the reality is it, it has more players in the solo mode, obviously, or the single sure. player campaign, that's for sure. But I also think it was the launch of a new mode, right? Like, they put out Save the World. That was the very first Fortnite experience that was available. Right. And they 
they got that to a functioning working game i feel is what their i what their process was yeah and then they're like okay now we're going to bring out the next mode and that mode was Battle Royale, their PvP, and I feel like the last you know couple months, the reason maybe it seems like they've focused on Battle Royale is that was their process of making sure Battle Royale was up, running, and a fully functional experience. Whoa. Yeah. Now it seems like they're working on like, hey, let's get into the balance of having both of these modes, you know, taking care of both. Well, and I would say, guys, if you haven't tried Save the World and you love Battle Royale, give it a try. Uh, if you missed the sale this past week, I'm sorry. I'm sure there'll be another one soon. Um, but it is awesome. It is a lot of fun, and we're really enjoying it. The more you dive into it, the more you find out like how deep the game is, and uh, it's very encouraging. Um, but as always, we're going to end this one on a high with a tip for you guys. So let's jump over there into our tips and tricks. If you ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right, so Null Zero. We talked about... We talked about uh, traps and save the world this week. So I thought, what better way to talk about traps in Battle Royale? So tell us, like, do, when do I use a trap in Battle Royale? Like, what's the best time to use a trap? Is it right when I land, Never. I get a trap, throw it in a house, bada-bing, bada-boom, done? Or yes. do, do, I, do I hold on to my trap until the end, make a section? You know, when I'm making my final fort and final circle and, and hope they hit it, like... When do I use a trap in Battle Royale? And what, is, what, what are some tips and tricks to be effective with my traps? All right. So the a-hole in me wants to say never. All the things I was making comments to while you were trying to say what you were trying to say. Right. Uh, <laughs> drop them as soon as you land. <clears throat> Look, what's the most valuable trap in PvP? Retractable floor spike. Yeah. yeah, because you can't hear the damn things. Yeah. You can hear them when they're placed, but after that, you can't hear them. And you're not always expecting that. Like, not everybody uses them. Most people don't use traps at all, ever. So it's not often that you walk into a house and, boom, there's spikes on the floor. I've only gone down, I think, to spikes once, and that was while someone was actually placing them underneath me when I had, like, a really crappy revolver pistol. And <clears throat> I died to that. But it's ver I, I have a pretty good awareness to them. But here's here's the way to use them. I think retractable spikes are really good in the in the first instance of landing, right? <clears throat> Especially if you're in like greasy or retail or something, high traffic area, uh, salty, and you're in a position where you know you watched and there's a ton of people there, right? You're playing you're playing duos and there's. 40 people, not not literally, but right. you know what I'm talking about. You know those times when you drop. Yeah, where am I? Like, Get out of my house. Crap. Yeah. I've stopped counting how many people are dropping here. <clears throat> yeah, retail uh, happens are, like that all the time. Yeah, that, those are really good times to drop a, a cheeky little retractable floor spikes in an area that people aren't maybe, you know, thinking about. Um, I suppose as a... As far as that goes, like further into the game, I think you know some ceiling traps or wall traps play a part because their biggest problem is they're really loud once once their those traps are placed. Like you have this really loud electric going on over and over again, right? So before you even walk in a house, you can hear it, and you're like, "There's a trap in there." 
And I used to think, well, that's really crappy. They shouldn't be so loud. And they shouldn't. I really think that they need to turn down traps to where... They're making... Yeah, they, um, I think they made a small adjustment on that. I think I saw that they're going to do another one, but I'm not sure. They should make a large adjustment to it because <laughs> they're hella loud. Well, but before, before you get too far how loud those are, I will say this. As far as ceiling traps go, they're usually best right inside a doorway just in case someone's not paying attention, right? Or at the staircase at the very top. Right, so if there's a staircase yes. place at the very top, they can't see it. It's not as visible. Um, mm-hmm. And then as far as wall traps go, right at the front door, typically, I like them there. But I also like putting them on the outside of the house. That's what I was going to say. My favorite place to put wall traps is on the outside of the house. Because people, when they hear them, expect them to be in the house. Yep. They don't always expect them to be outside the house. Um, the big thing I was going to say... the thing I will say about traps and placing even the loud ones that I actually for the longest time didn't think about but actually have thought about more is when you're in those holy crap there's a ton of people here situation it actually serves as a good deterrent from people coming into the house right they aren't necessarily like they're not so quick to be like oh yeah I'm going in there and messing this dude up because they hear the trap and then they're like well now I gotta compete where, where where's the guy in the house and where's that trap? Right. Um, so it is a good deterrent. Um, as far as placing, a big thing I'd say is, you know, is baiting the trap. You know, throwing down a weapon or an item of high value near those ceiling and wall traps where <clears throat> maybe you can get some play. Because here's the thing. How often have you been running to, from the storm and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna pop over here. I see there's a purple over here. What is that? Oh, it's a scar. And you, you know, you go and grab the scar. You grab a, a full med pack. Um, if you bait those things, maybe even if you can't go back and get the item, maybe there's an extra scar or something lying around. Um, you know, those are very useful ways to do it. Um, and the last tip, as far as like getting close to final circle and stuff, if you're building, you know, a, a two tile things straight up into the sky there's really not a, a lot of great opportunities for traps there i mean you could put them on the walls and stuff as you're building up this tower um but i think one thing that i've seen us do a little bit more is we build a little bit more confusing buildings right where it's like oh we have kind of like some hallways and stuff and they're not like necessarily huge, but we do kind of start throwing in some things. So it's like, yes, there's a trap in there, and if they break in or come in through the bottom or they fall into the thing, like it kind of gets scary. Of like, where the hell is this trap? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would say so as well. Like uh, holding them till the ends are really tough. There's not always a great time to use them. Uh, I I would just say for me, I usually try to use them mid or early, maybe mid-game, depending on where we're running to. Yeah, right? that's where I use particularly but, most of my traps. Yeah, I'm, I'm dropping them early to or early game in most times, sometimes mid-game if we're running through Salty or something. And you'll see it happen a lot. You drop one in Salty in mid-game as you're running through to the next circle. The next thing you know, you're like, what did I get a kill for? Oh, my that's trap. right. The yeah. dude hit my trap back exactly. in Salty. So. Yeah, that that always like karma. It's that thing that you don't get to see happen, but you know will happen. And it puts uh it puts a smile on your face, and you dance out that kill as well, just to dance in case the guy is now looking at you because you killed him. So you know that person got off pissed. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. It helps other people find us. It helps other people find uh, Fortnite podcast and, you know, locate. Hey, if I'm they're interested in Battle Royale, they know where to come. Listen every week. Uh, obviously, you can send all your complaints and all your uh, advice to us over at fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. Um, or you can just follow us on Twitter and shoot us uh, a dirty message there at Fortnite Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Too Loud TX, T W O L O U D T X, and Null Zero, N O L X E R O. And until next time, guys, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. <laughs>